Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. I'm Charlie Wright and today is March 27th, 2015 and we have the honor to be talking with Kathy Fetke, CEO and founder of Real Wealth Network, a California-based real estate investment group headquartered in Walnut Creek. Kathy, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thank you. Great to be here. So, Kathy, you have two firsts on your side here today. First, the first first is the fact that you're the first uh, one we've talked to uh, on real estate. Uh, we are publicly traded securities people, uh, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, etc. And you're the first one we're going to be talking to about uh, real estate ever. So we decided to start at the top here. <laughs> Wonderful. And the what second honor. first is the fact that you have your own radio show, and you're the first one that we have interviewed that has their own radio show, and I understand you've had that for about 12 years. That's right. Yeah, I, I guess I like to talk. <laughs> well, we'll look forward to it. So expectations are high here, Kathy, about good stuff about uh, about real estate here today. So first of all, uh, give us a background of you and uh, tell us about Real Wealth Network. Sure. Well, I was never really that interested in my financial future, quite honestly. I was always one of those people that just did the kind of work that I loved and didn't worry about it, and I hired people like you to, to manage our money. Then one day in, oh gosh, it was 2003, my husband was told he had six months to live, and that changed everything. I had to figure out how to take over the family finances, how to take care of my children, and uh, learn about this thing called money. <laughs> so I, I used my radio show, which I had at the time, and, and just started interviewing wealthy people. And most, it, it, most owned a certain amount of real estate as part of their portfolio, and it's just something I understood. And especially when I started to see that you could use it as an asset that, that gives you cash flow every month, I'd never really seen it that way. It was just something that appreciates with time and has negative cash flow in California. <laughs> so the more I learned, uh, the more I loved it. Hey, well, that's great. Well, uh, what's the, uh, the the good news on your husband? I've been on your website, so I know he's still around. He's still around, and he's doing fine, and the doctor was wrong. But, you know, during that year that we didn't know, and, uh, you know, all of our... All of our savings went to the medical bills, and um, I didn't want to have a job where I was away from my family and my children and from him. So uh, I learned, again, how to use leverage to acquire assets that pay you every month. And, and then when the market crashed, the real estate market crashed, while that was traumatic for so many people, it also was the opportunity to buy these assets for really cheap, for much less than they were worth. And, and that's still the case today, um, which means that 
you can you can buy a property for half the price to just even replace it to to build a new one and and cash flow far over the expenses that you're paying not in california but in other parts of the country where a lot of jobs are moving because of the affordability so kathy tell us about real wealth network sure well i as i was trying to understand the wealth building uh, process i realized there were a lot of people out there taking advantage of people like me who didn't know any better you know who were on the learning curve and uh, so i went to a lot of different groups and i just i just felt like wow there needs to be a place where people can go to just get information and education when it comes to real estate investing and and not be sold a boot camp or you know something that they just don't need an outdated program it turned out that a lot of these real estate groups were just selling education from people who had never actually done it themselves so that's what Real Wealth Network became, is a place where I could pull people off the street who were really actually making money in real estate and, and had been doing so for 30 or 40 years. I wanted these old-timers uh, that weren't fancy, couldn't, didn't know what to do in front of a room, <laughs> certainly didn't know how to give a presentation, but could tell us exactly how they have become multimillionaires from their real estate acquisition. And so what are the services that you guys offer? Lots of education, still real world. Um, we, we have now grown into a network of 16,000 members. And again, we bring in people to help us understand what's going on in different parts of the country. For example, you might not know, being out here in California, that uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania has become the second largest film studio in the country, second to Hollywood. And um, if you didn't know that, then you might not know that buying properties all around the um, multi-million dollar studios being built there is going to be a huge play in the future. Uh, so Rich and I just bought a, a $50,000 duplex next to this huge new Hollywood studio that's being built. And I can tell you right now that property is going to be worth a lot more in about five years. So that's what we do. We have feet on the street in our network telling us where jobs are moving, telling us where people are moving to get those jobs and where housing is desperately needed to keep up with that kind of growth. Okay. And so what do you do for these 16,000 people? And how are you guys compensated? Sure. Well, uh, you could look at me as a real estate agent with a really big backyard. So most real estate agents just know their neighborhood and they only know how to sell you a primary residence. That's what they're good at. But they don't know necessarily that this particular neighborhood has job growth or low crime or, you know, is a good investment. They're just really looking at it from a personal home perspective. And, uh, and that's not what we do. We look for, I'm like a real estate agent for the whole country with, with basically tentacles all over the country showing people where the best investments are and what makes sense and educating people. So every week we give a free webinar um, showing our members where these new emerging markets are and and then we give our members uh, access to the teams that we've put together in those markets, the renovation teams, the lenders, the the, uh, real estate agents who are actually experts in finding investment property, not not just primary residences. So lots of referral, and, and we make our money as any real estate agent would. My husband's a broker. I'm a licensed agent in the referral fee. So the broker in, in Texas would pay us a part of their commission. So our members don't actually have to pay for that. It comes out of the, the other broker's fee. The good news, most of our services are free. Okay, yeah. So so the 16,000 members that you have, it's not that you're charging them a subscription uh, to be members. You are giving them a service, and you are compensated through the people that 
they're using this that that, that, that these uh, subscribe that these members are are using their services exactly for example this weekend right after I get off this this interview I'm I'm taking a group of investors about ten people who uh, want to see properties in Dallas Texas because that of course is a city that has the largest job growth and population growth in the country. Um, you could still buy a brand new home there for $140,000 that rents for $1,500 a month. So you don't have all this breaking down ha- that happens when you buy an old house. These are new houses in good shape uh, with really good cash flow in great neighborhoods, great school districts. So it it basically what we do is help in, help people who are busy. They don't have the time to go out and find these deals. They don't have the time to manage them. All of that, we make that really easy and what we call turnkey. So we have everything in place. So we're going to take them on this bus, show them these neighborhoods where they can buy these $140,000 houses next to all this job growth. And then we introduce them to the property managers who are going to take care of those properties, which really isn't too hard to do if, if they're brand new. Um, and, again, just make it a really easy transition to, um, to being able to create long-term wealth through property. And, and what I mean by that is people can take all that extra cash flow. And, sure, you could live on it or put it in your pocket. But we recommend taking all that extra money and paying off the loan so that in, in 12 years or less, you own that property free and clear. That's, that's just the best use of leverage I know of. Kathy, I'm really impressed with your business model here. Did, did uh, your husband go to uh, graduate MBA school to figure that out, or did you guys just kind of get into it and uh, get there? Hey, he was just trying to stay alive, so um, I, it, was a, it was a feat of passion, I guess you could say. I, I wanted him to be able to take care of himself and get better, and I wanted to take over the finances, and it really did just all fall into place because I needed to understand it myself. And, and by having the Real Wealth Show and interviewing these wealthy people and finding out what they were doing, it's, it's how I got my information. It was way back in 2004, I interviewed uh, Robert Kiyosaki and you know different, different investors and found out they were selling California real estate because it had peaked and they were buying in Texas. So, um, you know, that's when I learned, well, okay, I'm going to, we're going to talk about this on the show. You know, how do you sell these properties and exchange them for cash flow property somewhere else? And that meant, okay, now we need to do a show on 1031 exchanges and, you know, on and on and on. So it was just a learning process for me, a learning process for our audience. A lot of people have built tremendous wealth over time, and we've just created a reputation. Uh, we won an award through Goldman Sachs um, two, two years in a row as most intriguing entrepreneur <laughs> because it is a unique model. But, um, but no, it just kind of came into place from my own passion to take over our family finances and find a way to build wealth passively. Well, Kathy, again, congratulations. You, you guys have created a very interesting model here. And you're not setting yourselves up so much as the experts, but as a conduit or a connection to people who are experts, especially in various parts of the company, of the country, and in various aspects of real estate. So I presume that you have clients, uh, subscribers, let's say, uh, for all throughout the country. Oh, yeah, we have um, international clients. We have a huge following in Australia and Canada. You know, everybody wants U.S. real estate because at the end of the day, we can complain about our country and our government and what we like and don't like, but um, most of the world still sees the U.S. as the safest place to put their money. So, you know, when I see, when I've got thousands of Australians 
uh, you know, blowing up our phone lines because they want U.S. real estate. I, I try to get my voice out there and say, well, you know, don't you think us Americans should be doing this too, you know? <laughs> Sometimes we don't see the value when it's right in front of us. And, and that's exactly why we find these deals. I mean, if the people in Pittsburgh knew what was happening in their city, they would have bought that $50,000 duplex that I bought. Um, they, they, they don't see it because they're too close to it. So that's what, that's what we do is we look at data. We share that data with our members. We set up teams in those areas to make it all very turnkey and simple for everybody. And then we do offer the ongoing education through, like you said, experts. We just did a big event last week on asset protection, brought in a couple of attorneys, some CPAs, some due diligence types that could just kind of really teach people how to make sure you're getting the right deal in the right neighborhood. Um, so it's constant, constant education to make sure people are doing it right. I mean, you can, you can lose as much money in real estate as you, as you make if you don't know what you're doing, and that's, that's not a good strategy. <laughs> Well, Kathy, uh, stay right there. We'll, we'll be right back. We need to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, what you see happening when interest rates rise here in the, in the world of real estate. We're talking with Kathy Fetke, CEO and founder of Real Wealth Network, uh, headquartered in uh, Walnut Creek, California. And you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. We'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. And now back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. We're talking with Kathy Fetke, CEO and founder of Real Wealth Network, a California-based real estate investment group out of Walnut Creek, California. Kathy has told us they have about 16,000 subscribers to their service from all over the world and that they connect people and properties and opportunities throughout the country and go in and focus on particular areas and then create the connections for potential investors to be able to invest in those areas and she's talked to us about investing in the Pittsburgh area because of particular changes in the economy there. So, Kathy, tell us, interest rates are on the rise. Now, we can certainly understand the allure of real estate when interest rates are so low. But when interest rates rise, what do you see the impact being on the real estate marketplace? Uh, Sure. Interest rates are a concern. I really actually don't think that we're going to see them go up for some time, but they will. They have to eventually. And this is is what I've been telling people and warning people about, is that if interest rates go up, and again, I don't think they will anytime soon, but eventually, then there's going to be a real impact on the areas where it's already tight, where affordability is already out of whack. So, so because of that, uh, you've got to know that in parts of California, we've already peaked. And as interest rates go up, affordability is going to get worse. We, we already know that parts of California are past their 2006 bubble levels. So I just keep telling people, 
don't buy California real estate with the impression that prices are going to go up. And do not think, uh, don't buy anything you can't afford. <laughs> um, but in other parts of the country, affordability is at, it, the best it's ever been. In fact, 65% of the country is still more affordable than ever. So when interest rates go up, they won't really feel it that much. And those are the areas that we're investing in because uh, we're, we're going where the jobs are, where the people are going, and where the f- affordability is so good that even if interest rates went up to 10%, people would be okay. Well, that, that, that's an interesting take, and uh, certainly you have the flexibility of helping people out in other parts of the country, as most people in real estate, I presume, are pretty much uh, stuck with a particular geographical area. So you're able to, to expand in ways that, that most are not. Uh, what about people who don't really want to do the hands-on management uh, in particular uh, areas, especially you know hundreds or thousands of miles away from home? Well, you know, I wouldn't want to do hands-on management if the property were next door, quite honestly. Um, it's the same even in our own home. We, we've hired those things out. And anytime you own a business, you need to, to be most successful. You need to, to delegate. And, and so if you want to manage your own property and you enjoy doing that and you're good at it and you understand the local landlord laws and so forth, then by all means go for it. But most people don't want to, and that's what property management companies are for. So across the country, uh, you'll find property managers that will charge about 8% of collected rents for, for their service, which is never to have to bother you. <laughs> you know, They'll take care of those calls. They'll take care of the repairs. They have their teams in place. The, the value of the Real Wealth Network is that we monitor the kind of job they're doing and re- report that to our members. Just kind of like like a Yelp type thing, where um, if we get if we're hearing that a property manager isn't doing their job, um, well, we're certainly not going to re- recommend them anymore. But first, we'll go to them and say, "Hey, you don't want to lose the business of sixteen thousand members, right? You you guys want to clean this up and improve your service." And if they, you know, most of the time they do, but if they don't, well, they they no longer, you know, we we move our clients to another company that's doing a better job. So that's, you know, that's how we treat that. There's, every state has different landlord laws. You're really putting yourself at risk if you try to do it yourself. Right. I, I can see that. And, and what you guys have done, I can see, is a very valuable service to people. What are people typically most concerned about, especially if they're novice real estate investors or if they've been uh, unproductive real estate investors in the past? Well, you know, a lot of times people fall into real estate, they inherit something they didn't really want, and maybe it's not positioned as as well as if they had picked it out. Maybe it's not an area that they really want to manage or they don't want to do it. It's not turnkey. So we help a lot of those people just sell their properties and, and exchange for properties that are a little bit more um, turnkey that <laughs> they don't have to worry so much about. We, we just helped a woman who inherited an $800,000 kind of dilapidated teardown in San Francisco. Um, so it, it was it should have been around 800000 but because the market's been crazy and there's a, kind of a bubble in San Francisco, they sold it for $1.5 million. Um, and it's just, it wasn't even a property they could rent out. It was in terrible condition. So they were able to get 20 properties through us all across the country, brand new, in great condition, good neighborhoods, and they're now earning $20,000 a month net after all expenses. So their lives have changed dramatically. Um, so, you know, people are afraid of something they don't know and don't understand. Uh, another thing, I mean, you mentioned it, being landlords. Nobody wants to do that. I mean, maybe a few people, but most people don't. So 
you know, learning that you don't have to is a huge bonus. And then lastly, I think people are terrified of lawsuits, and they should be because California is a very litigious state. But when you go and buy property in a place like Texas or, um, you know, anywhere in the Midwest for that matter, it's a very different ballgame. It, it is a landlord-friendly state, you know, certainly in Texas. And if somebody doesn't pay their bills, they have to move. They have to leave. It's that simple. Um, if, if they destroy your property, they have to pay for it. It goes on their credit report, and it follows them. So, you know, we we understand why Californians would be afraid of real estate because it's not as easy to do here as in other places. Kathy, you just told us about one success story. Do you have another one you could share with us here? Oh, gosh, there's so many. Uh, we have a guy who, you know, bought a, a vacation home in, uh, in Virginia Beach, I believe it was, and it was negative cash flow. And, you know, he finally found us and, and thought, okay, maybe, maybe this isn't the best plan to have a negative cash flowing property on the beach, even though he got to use it a couple, couple weeks out of the year. It still was too much work. And so same thing, we were able to help him sell that property uh, by, I think he's up to 10 now. He had them all. He got loans on all ten properties, but because they're about a hundred thousand dollars each, and they cash flow about three hundred dollars each, that's thirty six thousand dollars a year cash flow he was getting every year on those ten properties, as opposed to the negative two thousand he was getting on the vacation rental, um, or I should say negative twenty four thousand per year. I could tell you that his vacation could be much better elsewhere. <laughs> you know, with the money spent better elsewhere. Expensive so, two weeks there in, in yeah, Virginia. Right. Yeah. So he, um, because he's cash flowing thirty six thousand, and the loan on the first property was only eighty thousand, he was able to pay off that first property just through the cash flow in two years, and now he's he's at. Almost, he's, he's got half of those properties paid off because that's what he just keeps doing. Every time a property gets paid off, there's more cash flow, and he can pay the next one off even, even more quickly. Uh, so he's going to have all 10 properties paid off in 12 years or less. That's a million-dollar portfolio uh, of equity plus $10,000 a month cash flow and a huge difference from what he had, which was a property that was just bleeding money. Well, uh, you, you ought to get Christmas cards, very nice Christmas cards from him, you know. <laughs> I do. I do, actually. <laughs> that is great. Well, thank you for, for sharing that story. Now, Kathy, we, we've got to ask you, you know, with, with things changing in the world for some time now, people have been talking about with these very low interest rates that we've had, that there are tons of investors such as hedge funds that have been going in and buying up for cash a lot of properties, mm-hmm. and they've been packaged these and what that's created basically is a synthetic demand and that when uh, interest rates rise that synthetic demand is going to um, if not evaporate at least subside and uh, that that's going to hit the real estate market uh, do you have any opinions about that or do you have any views on how that could be mitigated hmm can you ask that question again? Well, that a synthetic demand for real estate has been created due to the low interest rates. Oh, right, right, right. But by these professional investors, hedge funds and the like. Yeah. And uh, when those low interest rates dry up, uh, they're not going to have the money for that. The synthetic demand is going to dry up, and uh, things are going to be very different in the world of real estate. Yeah, it's a combination of things. The hedge, the hedge funds came in and saw the deals, and wow, they were great deals. And unfortunately, uh, because they were paying cash and they could close right away, uh, 
good middle class Americans couldn't get those properties. So that that's the bummer about that. But those hedge funds are gone because the deals are gone. So that's that's not going to be so much of an issue. And quite honestly, if prices do go back down, that's fantastic because then those first time buyers could get back in the market in California. Then the other biggest problem we had of, of the past two years was Chinese money coming in from their real estate bubble. Uh, their prices have gone up seven times in the in the time period that our real estate doubled in value. Theirs has gone up seven times. It is the hugest bubble known to mankind, at least in our history, and it, it's um, it's going to cause some major problems in our economy. So that's what we really need to pay, pay attention to because that Chinese money was driving up prices in California and in New York, and in certain coastal markets where um, you know where the where that money was going. So that's all kind of come to a slowdown now, and that's why we're seeing a slowdown in prices in California. And we're going to continue to see that because affordability is out of whack, interest rates are going to go up, uh, the hedge funds are gone, and the Chinese money is, is starting to go away. So, you know, anyone who's buying in California because they think that prices are going to continue to grow at double-digit rates, they, they really need to understand these market cycles. It's just not going to happen. But if, if people have bought properties in the past seven years, uh, through financing, they had to qualify. It had to make sense. So those those people can now afford the loans. So I don't see loans going bad. All the loans that were going to go bad went bad. Um, the loans that were created in the past seven years are good loans, and those people can afford the properties they live in. So I don't think we're going to have a major market crash in California, but do not buy property for cash flow or for investment in, the, in thinking that prices are going to go up. That's just not true. It is true in other parts of the country where it hasn't peaked yet um, because of judicial laws, because of government interference in judicial states where it, it's very difficult. It could take five years to foreclose in Florida. So there's a huge backlog of properties uh, foreclosures in Florida and still a really great buying opportunity. Um, so, you know, you just, you can't lump the whole country into one thing. Every market's going to have a different, it's going to have a different market cycle. And California has cycled, it's peaked. And so you got to be really careful about buying property in California. But that is not the case in the judicial states where you still have an amazing buying opportunity. Hey, well, thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, those are some real gems of wisdom there, and and, and I feel more comfortable here <laughs> <laughs> being here in, in Orange County. So tell us, uh, Kathy, a question we'd like to ask is, uh, what keeps you awake at night in regards to your business? Hmm. I, you know, the, the biggest thing that keeps me awake is that we've really become famous for helping people build wealth through real estate and get these great deals across the country. And um, as prices increase, those deals are going to diminish. So I I, um, I feel bad for anybody who's not in a position right now to, to, to pick up some of these good properties. Like I said, you know, we're, we're finding properties between 50000 and 150000 that rent for at least 1%, more like 1.5% of purchase price. Um, and those days are going to be gone. We're going to see those those last um, bastions of opportunity. You know, they're 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 going they're going to be fewer and far between. And um, and so I, you know, I'm trying to get the word out as much as I can that now you still have an opportunity. Don't wait. If if you're interested in learning, you know, this is the time to learn. Don't jump in. Don't don't make uneducated decisions. But get the information you need because now is the time. 
Kathy, great advice, great advice. Uh, knowledge is always power. Yes. And uh, number two, what book on investing would you recommend for our listeners? Well, of course, mine. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just came out with a book called Retire Rich with Rentals, and you can get it on Amazon, Retire Rich with Rentals. And uh, it really goes through, well, first of all, what got me into real estate and you know, sort of what was a tragic thing that turned positive. And uh, and just goes through the real basics of what you need to look for, what you need to avoid. Um, just from what I hear, people are able to read this book in one day and it and and feel very enlightened afterwards. So that's what I'd recommend. Okay, and then that's certainly fair. So how can people find you? Sure, uh, realwealthnetwork.com. Real as in real estate, wealth is in your money, and network as in the kind of network we have to support you. Okay, and spell Kathy Fetke in case people want to Google you. Sure, Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, Fetke, that's a tough one, F as in Frank, E-T-T-K-E, Kathy Fetke. It means little fatty in German. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have seen your photo on, on your website, and so yeah, that definitely does not describe you. Here, so. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Also, if anyone has any questions they'd like or comments that they'd like to contact us about Kathy Fetke's service, please send us an email at info at strategicinvestorradio.com. So before we close here, Kathy, any parting words here about uh, your service and about real Uh, Well, you know, we, like I said, we have blogs on our website at realwealthnetwork.com and weekly webinars profiling different parts of the country that are what we call emerging markets, great places to get in before the rest of the world knows about it. And we've got the Real Wealth Show, just realwealthshow.com, where you you can listen to podcasts and get get educated. My own husband just listened to three podcasts on his way back and said he learned so much from those because, like you said, we have so many good experts we interview. And, uh, yeah, there's just tons of free resources and information for you to, um, to be able to build wealth within 10 years or less and have that retire, you know, have, have a retirement st- passive stream of income coming in to support uh, the type of work that you're doing to help people build their wealth. Hey, well, great advice here, Kathy. Thank you very much. We've been talking with Kathy Fetke, CEO and founder of Real Wealth Network, a California-based real estate investment group out of uh, Walnut Creek, California. And you've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, and we wish you all happy and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.